accident. <laughs> All right, you're recording, Craig? Okay, it says so. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Is This Anime? I am your quote-unquote anime expert, Jack Metcalf. And joining us once again is Pop Beans himself, uh, Ty Babbage. How are you? I'm fantastic, Jack. Thank you for having me. Ty, you've been on a lot of money episodes. You've uh, you've uh, put yourself through a lot of different things. You've done Cowboy Bebop, which I guess wasn't super dark, but certainly the last couple of things we've put you through. Um, we've put you through Attack on Titan, and we've put you through Devilman Crybaby. And now we're giving you a fucking cool down, man. This is your gift, Ty, after all the misery you've had to be gone through. <laughs> yeah, all right, and we are talking about Pokemon, specifically the end of Ash Saga, as I will refer to it as. Um, Ty, let's just get right into it. What is your experience with Pokemon? Uh, I remember everything. Pokemon cards, Pokemon video games, Pokemon show as a kid, just growing up with Pokemon. Everything Pokemon. That's my uh, experience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite Pokemon? Oh, that's a good question. You know, off the top of my head, I'd probably have to think about it a little more, but probably Butterfree. Good choice, man. Good choice. Yeah. Thank you. That's a, that's an interesting choice. Um, mm -hmm. Again, my my favorite Pokemon changes all the time. For a long time, it was Snorlax. I would always have Snorlax on my team in the games, and then eventually I just got bored of him. And then uh, I'm a big fan of Nidoking. I think he's underrated. I think we need more Nidoking love. Mm. Uh, uh, and of uh, lately, the past couple of years, I've been a Gengar guy because I have a really awesome Gengar shirt. So Gengar has become a part of my identity. And I agree with that. That's a good one. People love Gengar, I've noticed. I always mm -hmm. thought Gengar was like somewhat obscure. I mean, I know he's one of the 151, so everyone knows those guys. But no, people, you know, when you talk to a random person on the street, they, they know who fucking Gengar is. All right, silence there. No, you know who Gengar is. Um, all right. You know who Gengar is. Yes, we and, do. And Ty, we, since we are covering the Pokemon anime, uh, when was the last time you had watched the Pokemon cartoon? Ooh, that's a good question. I, I don't actually know how the seasons go. It's like a normal season, right? Like they just continue on, stop, whatever, 20 episodes, whatever it is. I'm assuming so. No, uh, I mean... No? It, it's it's more based off the games. It's uh, based on the release okay. cycle of what the latest game is. So um, Pokemon in, in the Pokemon franchise, obviously I'm a guy. I've, I've played every game. I've caught them all. I've, you know, Don't even tell me how many fucking Gengar I have or how many Butterfree. Don't even get me started. I'm, I'm all up in the Pokemon Go. I have multiple Pokemon mobile games on my phone. I am, I am the Uber fan, and you are just like <laughs> the, the, the guy who you know, you, you know of it. Um, yes, yes, I know of it, yeah. <laughs> but the way the way the series has been structured, uh, much to the chagrin of fans, because of course uh, the the recent games uh, they are very fun, but they are uh, they are known for their bugginess. I think especially the most recent installment was uh, uh, not praised for its optimization. Did you ever play that one, Ty? Uh, the the Scarlet and Violet. I actually do. I have the uh, Violet one. I think. And uh, I think we can agree that game runs like shit. It's fun, but it runs like shit. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. I mean, again, you kind of look past it because of the excitement of it. But yes, you're correct. It's a fun game, but yeah. yeah and, and that is because Pokemon, uh, since its inception, has basically been on a three-year cycle. Every three years, they have to have a new new set of colored or whatever games. You know, sometimes they're colors, sometimes they're swords. Whatever the pairing is, every three years, they have to have what's referred to as a new generation uh, which means new Pokemon, new region, new gimmicks. 
and you know that's a three-year cycle which which was maybe easier when it was on uh handheld systems and now it's starting to show its age on uh on the consoles as console development cycles even for a nintendo switch game are are usually much longer than three years yeah no there's a so on the on the switch like they yeah, I mean, how long have they been on the Switch for? Is that like a, a newish thing, or? Uh, they've been on the Switch since the Switch was the thing. Uh, the first oh, okay. Switch, the first Pokemon Switch entry, um, was Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, which was a remake of the originals, and then they started a new generation with Pokemon Sword and Shield, mm-hmm. and then came out with remakes of Diamond and Pearl, and then on top of that, they did a prequel to Diamond and Pearl called Pokemon Legends Arceus, which came out. Uh, of January of 2022, and the Mad Lads did it. On top of that, they released another major entry in the same year, which was Scarlet and Violet. Which I think, I think, uh, Game Freak, the company that makes the primary installments, was just stretched too thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's uh, so. Uh, again, so when they have the the Violet and Sapphire is the other one. No, yes, Scarlet and Violet. Scarlet and Violet. Sorry, when they have those, it, like, is it the same? It's not the same Pokemon in every game, is it? Why would they make two? Um, it's oh, you mean like the difference between the versions? Uh, it yeah. depends. It's it's uh, I think like 95 percent of the Pokemon are the same. The main difference, of course, is the legendary. Um, and then there's like you know maybe a, a couple dozen Pokemon that you have to trade between. Um, and it's gotcha. good for the and it's good for the people like me who are consumer whores and have to buy both versions because they <laughs> both need because yeah. you know they need I need the complete decks. I can't just share with someone. I need the complete decks. No, of course I get it. And you know you you have one version that's your main version and the other one that you can restart and stuff and you know do do new game runs. It's listen, yeah. I, I I'm invested. I don't mind paying the the extra money. Yeah. Uh, I've I've long come to terms with the fact that I just have to spend double on these entries. Mm-hmm. Um. That's fine, but um, yeah, what were we talking about? So yeah, every three years is a new Pokemon generation, and of course that means the the character Ash would have to go to a new region, and that was basically the pattern of the anime. It would follow the games. Right when the games would release, the anime would, of course, start up. Ash would uh, say goodbye to his uh, current friends and meet new friends, and then three years would pass, and so on and so forth. But then something changed. Uh, the Pokemon X and Y saga was a bit controversial. This is what's referred to as the sixth generation. Uh, so I'm going to tell you about Ash's winner loss record uh, tie. Okay. Uh, so the uh, the Indigo Conference. This is uh, of course the initial saga. You probably watched it when it happened. Ash infamously faced off against uh, his counterpart Richie, and then Ash could have beaten Richie, but then his Charizard disobeyed him. And uh, he lost the match by default. So Ash placed in the top 16. Then, in the gold and silver era, Ash places in the top 8. He manages to beat his rival Gary. uh, But he still loses to a guy named Harrison. But hey, at least he beat his rival. So, you know, know, Ash's Charizard uh, beat Gary's Blastoise. So at least there was some uh, sense of progress. Then, he places yet again in the top 8 in the third generation... Uh, his Pikachu loses to a Meowth, which is kind of strange, but hey, that's how the series goes. Then, Ash places in the top four in the next league. Uh, he beats his other rival, but then he loses to a, a guy named Tobias, who uses two legendary Pokemon, and people basically consider this uh, match cheating. Hmm. Then, 
then in the uh, the uh, fifth generation cycle, Ash places actually lower. Uh, he goes in the top eight. He he moves down a peg, uh, which is unfortunate. And then finally, generation six, the X and Y saga. Ash had basically what's considered one of his best teams. He had a bunch of all stars. I'm not going to name them because uh, you probably don't know them. Because again, <laughs> as of as of this recording, there are over 1,000 Pokemon. I think it's about like uh, 1,014 right now. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. No, I have no idea. Yeah, but this was like Ash's uh, best team. His his main Pokemon in this saga, uh, Greninja, even had like an exclusive Ash form because he had like a battle bond. It was really crazy. And then Greninja, despite being a water type lost to a charizard this was very controversial especially since this was the finals and people are like holy shit it's like he had the type advantage and he still lost uh i remember when that happened it was a big controversy and then we finally get to generation seven uh ash does become a champion but this is like a smaller league so it's got an asterisk um but it is a fantastic battle he does beat he doesn't just win the championship. He also wins an exhibition match, which has Pikachu uh, face off against an electric type legendary, proving that Pikachu is the greatest electric type in uh, all of the Pokemon worlds. And finally, we are here, Ty. We are here to actually talk about the episodes that we're here to discuss. This uh, saga, it is uh, part of the series known as Pokemon Journeys. Instead of just following the games where Ash would just, you know, get another eight badges and fights, uh, you know, go through the gym leaders and kind of just go through the game story, which is how most of these uh, seasons or arcs have gone. This one was kind of different. Ash teamed up with a character named Go. Go's goal was to catch every single Pokemon, including Mew. And instead of just like going through one region, which was uh, the main region at the time, Galar, it was kind of like an all-star tour. So Ash would run into old friends, do other things, in fact, not even all the gym leaders uh, from the Galar region even appeared in this saga, uh, which which disappointed fans of that game. Um, but the kind of premise of it was that now that Ash has become a champion, he has to go through the championship league. And so this final championship match we're talking about had Ash beat two champion class trainers. These are trainers from the games who are, you know, the final bosses of those games. It was a big deal. And now, the episode we are talking about, episode 132 of Pokemon Journeys, had Ash face off against Leon. All right. All right. Does that make enough sense? Do you have any questions about Ash's 25-year uh, saga? Um, no, not about his battle stuff, but about other stuff. So, we'll, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll hold off on it. <laughs> yeah, so that leaves us to, yeah, the episodes we're, we're going to discuss, which is uh, the finale to Ash versus Leon. This is... Uh, part four of like it was a four episode battle and yeah let's just get right into it uh ty you had not watched the pokemon anime in a long time what do you think of this battle focused episode just your initial thoughts well i mean it was it was pretty cool all the like the uh, attacks and whatever was going on like i don't know there was so much going on at one point that it was kind of it was kind of crazy but the one thing the one thing i didn't understand i mean i, I obviously missed yeah. it without seeing the show was when they just got super big, and all of a sudden Pikachu was just a, a massive blimp. Um, other yeah, than so, that, it was great. <laughs> yeah, so that part is, uh, that was the gimmick of the Sword and Shield games, which was a, a concept called uh, Dynamaxing, where you could turn, and this is a thing you could do in the games, where you could make one Pokemon per battle turn giant, which would give them stronger moves, basically. Okay. Yeah, but why? So, uh, 
because uh, regular Pokemon battles are not interesting enough, and every game uh, since X and Y has had a new uh, gimmick. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, in X and Y, you had Mega Pokemon, um, but that was just limited to like about thirty or so Pokemon. So Game Freak was like, "We want something. Uh, we want something that every Pokemon could use." We di- they didn't like the fact that it was forcing uh, people to pick certain ones. So then, in the subsequent generation, they added uh, a gimmick called uh, Z moves, where once per battle you could power up one of your Pokemon's moves. This could be applied to any Pokemon, and then some Pokemon had exclusive Z moves, but otherwise, um, it was something anyone could do. Likewise, Dynamaxing uh, could be applied to any Pokemon, but then certain Pokemon, like Pikachu and this other Pokemon we see in the battle uh, called Cinderace, they have exclusive forms. But again. Uh, the, the exclusive forms aren't a huge advantage. You could still use regular, regular Dynamaxing and the players weren't necessarily, it, it, it was there mostly just because, Hey, people like different forms. Fair enough. You know? Yeah. You, you, you need something to sell to the kids, but otherwise, yeah, but otherwise it wasn't overly imbalanced and anyone could use it. Likewise in the Scarlet and Violet games if, that are available out right now, any Pokemon can change their type. Uh, this is a gimmick that a lot more people like because, again, it takes advantage of the fun part of Pokemon, which is like, hey, the type chart, uh, which is, again, what's your Pokemon uh, strong against? Well, hey, with this new uh, gimmick, you can change your Pokemon's type. So if someone thinks uh, your Pokemon's still going to stay water, you could turn your Pokemon into grass or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Is that, is that what the when you play it, when you get the chandeliers on your head? Yeah, the whole point is to change your type, yeah. Okay, gotcha, okay. Strategy, man. This is a complex game, even if it's for six-year-olds. Sounds like it. It's getting in there. So yeah, we open up in this battle. It's just uh, Ash with one Pokemon left, his Pikachu, of course, Leon with two Pokemon left, Uh, Cinderace, who is, again, this is going to get extra confusing because we watched the Japanese dub. So Mm -hmm. Ty, if you're... uh, you know, you're just going to have to roll with it. I, of course, know all these Pokemon names, but, you know, if you guys just say the bunny, you can just say the bunny. I was going to say the Easter bunny, but yes, the bunny. Yep. The the bunny, also known as Cinderace, although his Japanese name, I think is cool because they call him Ace Burn, and that's a pretty dope name. That is pretty cool, actually. It's better than Cinderace. Yeah, I know. It's, it's funny. Sometimes the Japanese names work. Uh, anyways, uh, they, they go big. It's a pretty quick battle. Uh, Pikachu comes out on top. And then it leaves Leon with just one Pokemon left, his Charizard. Leon tells Ash he's made him even stronger. And he says, let's burn brighter and brighter until our very last blow. We get a great moment of Pikachu smacking his cheeks to get hyped. And then Ash declares, this battle, everything since me and Pikachu met, all our adventures come together in this battle, which is why we're going to win. And we see cuts of Ash's friends like uh, Misty and Brock as well. And fuck, man. Was this shit hype? <laughs> yeah, you know what? The, the little the little Pikachu slap on his face kind of got me fired up for him because I thought, I I said, oh, here we go. Yeah, so. It had to be Pikachu, man. It had mm-hmm. to be Pikachu doing the having the final battle. Yeah, I, it had to be. Yeah, you're right. And my God, man, the animation of Pikachu and Charizard going at it. Holy shit. That, that was budget well spent. Yeah, there was there was a lot. I mean, again, I'm I understand Pikachu's the, the front and center, but man, who can beat a Charizard, you know? But <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, animation-wise, it's it's fantastic. It, it's funny because this this uh, series, Pokemon Journeys, was criticized for its animation, but now you're like, 
oh yeah, we can we see why maybe some episodes didn't look as good as others because holy shit, those those last couple of minutes, oh my god. Yeah, it was great. It was flawless, yeah. And then, yeah, they go at it. Pikachu goes Super Saiyan. And then we see Leon as a kid with his Charmander. And Charizard unleashes a fire blast on Pikachu. Pikachu collapses. And then this this part, man, this part fucking got me. We hear Ash and Pikachu's very first encounter. Pikachu is, you know, seemingly down for the count. And then who does he fucking see, man? He sees Squirtle, Bulbasaur, and Charizard hover over him in the bright lights. That was, yeah. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, Jack, I was completely off topic here. I do love Bulbasaur. That's awesome, man. Bulbasaur is yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, but that, sorry, I just had to say it. Just thinking about it now, Bulbasaur, Bulbasaur is a man. But yes, that was a touching <laughs> moment. You're right. <laughs> hey, man, listen, if, if, there's a lot of Pokemon. If you, you know, it's, it's hard enough just trying to pick one, man. It's hard enough just trying to pick one. I'll probably throw uh, a couple more out there, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love that like I'm like so invested in this moment and then you're just like man Bulbasaur is fucking cool. <laughs> man Bulbasaur is cool. Sorry, I had to say it. Now I'm just thinking about Bulbasaur. Yeah. No, no. Now you're just thinking about, oh man, you're you're, you're going to be heartbroken cuz again, I didn't cover the episodes uh that featured the the Bulbasaur Charizard and Squirtle reunion cuz again. Uh, I just, okay, we won't I talk just, about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I just hey man, I we can talk about the other episodes soon enough. Anyways, yeah. So it's not just but here's the thing. It's not just Bulbasaur and Charizard and Squirtle coming uh, together to cheer Pikachu on. It's every single Pokemon that Ash has ever had since his entire journey. They're all cheering him on, and they're all organized by generation, in case you didn't pick up on that. It's like every single one of Ash's teams is cheering Pikachu on, telling him to get up, including, of course, his current team, which includes a Gengar, because Ash did finally get a Gengar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then Ash tells Pikachu, everyone is at their side. And that, my God, man, that is fucking cinema to me. That is like 25 years culminating in one thing. Like, this is what I love about fucking anime when you have that, like, friendship power up. You know, what's funny is I didn't even, I mean, I put it together when I was watching it. But now that you're saying it, it does kind of gets me a little more fired up. So thank you for that. I, I, I kind of missed out on it a little bit. But yes. Well, yeah. And then, um, yeah. Pikachu then powers up and is fully Super Saiyan. And then the opening song from the very first series in Japan plays. So this is the song that plays is like the, the equivalent to uh, the Pokemon theme that we grew up with. Well, the one that we grew up with is still that's just still a, that's undefeated. A that's an undefeated you, song. Yeah. And uh, if you go on YouTube, you can find uh, pe people took out the, the Japanese song and replaced it with the, uh, the uh, oh, American yes. theme. So if you Great. want to watch that cut, you can. And hopefully, I might have to. <laughs> I might have to. And hopefully, man, hopefully the TV, the uh, the English dub won't fuck that up because uh, I do prefer the Japanese dub just because the music is different. Um, mm -hmm. I I vastly prefer the Japanese score. If you uh, if you see other episodes of this series, the I don't know why the English dub insists on using such a generic score. It just reminds me that I'm watching a children's show. I just feel yeah. the Japanese dub. The, the music is just more dramatic. Oh, okay. That's, That's I, I mean, but I mean, that, yeah. Okay. I'll have to, I have to compare them. Cause again, it's been a while since I've even watched a Pokemon episode. So. Yeah. And I mean, even these episodes, they are not out in uh, English yet. Despite mm -hmm. the fact that like the Pokemon company will just spoil moments. They do not give a shit. They're just like, no, <laughs> <laughs> we're 
we're not we're not waiting for Americans to catch up. It's like, hey, congrats on winning the tournament. It's like, yeah, but like that episode doesn't air on Netflix for another six months, guys. Why are you saying this shit? That's kind of nice, though. You know what? Let them do what they want. They own it, I guess, right? So fuck it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? They they like the press. I mean, the fact yeah. this win this win was included on like fucking the Hollywood Reporter and Variety. It's pretty oh, crazy. Oh shit! Okay, there you go. The, the Pokemon Company was you know flexing their PR dollars. Yeah, good for them. Good. Um, and then yeah, the opening song from the very first series in Japan plays, and then we get the most insane animation the series has ever seen with Pikachu and Charizard going completely at it, and then. You know, they've got their their heads, you know, hit each other. And then we cut to Pikachu waking up in a bed. We don't know the results. And Ash tells Pikachu they won. Ash has become champion finally. You know, you know, know, yeah, he didn't seem that excited. I'll say that. I think for him first, he he was more excited uh, in the previous league because that was like his first significant win, I think. I like the fact that Pikachu is the one who's surprised by it almost. You know, they put they yeah. put the emphasis on Pikachu, and I thought that was really cute. Because, you know, P- Pikachu's his own character. He's not just a, an animal. That's true. Yeah, he's he is the Pikachu. He's the you know, Pokemon. Yeah. You know, he's the one who won the fight. You know, Ash just told him what to yep. do. Pikachu's the one who, yeah. who fucking fought. It was <laughs> yeah, his exactly. ass on the line. <laughs> yeah, every single time. <laughs> Yeah, and Leon, he congratulates Ash, and he says it reminds him of his first battle, which was the first, and until that point, the only battle he had ever lost. So I like that about Leon. I know it's not like, I mean, I know, Ty, we haven't exactly fought Leon Saga. We only got to see him for one episode, but I do like mm-hmm. the character where, you know, he's just happy to have someone who is at his level. Like, this is a guy who has had, you know, however old he is, let's say mid to late 20s, like, he has been winning for, you know, two decades straight. And he's just at this point, just kind of happy to have a challenge. He didn't lose from his first to that fight. The whole, yeah. wow, that's impressive. He lost to, he lost to, uh, it wasn't a Pidgey. It was, I think it was a uh, something else. It was the common bird of that uh, region. But yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. That's, I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, to, to lose one, then lose one at the very end. But again, that's the magic of it. Kind of like, yeah, I did like it. That was good. Yeah, and again, you know, he's not he's not like mad. He's like, oh, sweet, that means I have to become stronger too. That means there's another uh, level I can reach. Because at a certain point, you know, you just kind of get bored and you're like, is, the, is there much left to this? Yeah, what's next? Yeah. And then uh, the other champions who were part of the tournament, uh, the two women, they also say they want to battle again too, which I thought was very sweet. Because again, it's like, that's the message of Pokemon. It's like, you know, it's fine to lose. And in fact, you know, losing just means you, you have another uh, hill to climb. And that's part of the fun of it. The, the two, oh, that was the ones that were wearing black and white, right? We didn't, yeah, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you didn't see those fight, but they are two champions and they're from the video games as well. They are champions that they are the final bosses of their respective games. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was Ash's win. And now we're kind of pressing the reset button. So uh bit of context there were a couple more episodes of pokemon journeys uh where ash parts way with the friend he makes uh in the series a kid named go and then afterwards you know the fan base was like okay what's next um is ash going to uh just you know go into the next region for the games uh scarlet and violet what's what's gonna be the thing and like my own theory was that hey ash is now champion maybe he can become a teacher or something and then they made a startling announcement. Uh, 
They, they announced a series called Pokemon Aim to be a Master. It would be 11 episodes long and wrap up Ash's Saga. And of course, my heart completely sank. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> what are they doing? And they, you know, this has been something the fan base had always contemplated, but they never really thought would happen. They thought Ash would just be like Bart Simpson or Homer and just, you know, keep keep going on. As long as there's new games, they could still, you know, find a new reason. Maybe, maybe Ash could still have Pikachu... Uh, lose to a common you know level one starter just to raise the stakes or some bullshit but nope they they announced these 11 episodes would be the end and of course the theories would happen of you know are they going to do a big epic arc will ash finally meet his father or something like that and uh yeah let's get into these tie we've got five more mm-hmm. episodes to discuss let's do uh, it let's do it episode one of pokemon aim to be a master ash and pikachu reach a crossroads Ash tosses a stick, and whichever way he hits is where they go. The stick falls left, but Ash decides to go right, which pisses Pikachu off. <laughs> I love this stuff. I, you know, the series, this Pokemon aimed to be a master series, I think it does have its flaws. Um, it is a little too light, and, and even it doesn't even necessarily... It, it's very fan service driven, which I don't mind. I like the fact that, you know, Ash reunites with Misty and Brock. And he reunites with a lot of his old Pokemon. But, you know, there's still like, you know, 15 or 16 Pokemon that don't appear in this that are Ashes. So it is somewhat of a bummer that like, you know, you almost want more. You know what I mean? They're like, can't you can't you revisit a couple other characters? You know, we never saw Richie, the guy who he lost to way back in Indigo or whatever. Oh, interesting. Yeah. See, like I I actually really enjoyed the ending, but. Yeah, we'll get to the ending. I, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. I'm pro ending. I'm just giving my mm-hmm. thoughts on. Yeah, like, it was, yeah. Uh, it, was a, it was a slow build up. I mean, yeah. I I, I again, I thought it was going to build up and build up and build up, and then all of a sudden just explode at the end, kind of thing. But yeah, no, I enjoyed the way they did it. For sure. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. get into it. So yeah, the stick falls left, but Ash decides to go right, pisses Pikachu off, and again, I like that kind of playful tone. It's like, uh, you know. As the narrator says, their their journey is pointless. It's just, yes. you know, <laughs> Ash has become champion. He doesn't quite know what he wants to do, but he's just going to go on adventures and just keep keep exploring. And yeah, the fact that he's like, nope, I'm going to go in a different direction. And then him and Pikachu just have a little play fight again. You know, they've been partners for so long. <laughs> and the narrator says, Ash and Pikachu's directionless journey continues. Uh, we see a magic carp that eats Ash's ass. Yes. <laughs> uh, Ash then catches a Kakuna, which evolves into a Beedrill that points its stingers at Ash. Uh, and then Ash just, you know, touches the stingers and it flies away. Yeah, he ET'd them for sure. I love that because yeah. it's, it's funny. You know, I think the fan base and me included are just like, oh, Ash is such a boring character. He doesn't evolve. And I think these episodes really uh, let me appreciate the character more. Like, that's the thing. He is just so in tune with this world. The the fact that he is carefree is is the point of the character. He just loves life and he just loves Pokemon. Yeah, this makes me want to watch a lot more. Yes, I agree. And then, yeah, Professor Oak, uh, he says it's nice to walk around without a goal. He he uh, tells Ash's mama haiku. And uh, <laughs> Ash and Pikachu are just chilling when Team Rocket uh, kidnapped Pikachu. Once again, Team Rocket gets taken down pretty quickly. But they end up getting knocked further back by an invisible Pokemon. And then Ash finds this Pokemon, which is known as the Latias, in a lake and it's injured. Ash bandages up the Latias. T- 
Team Rocket then tries to catch both Latius and Ash. And Ash shows his dedication to Latius by pressing his body to the glass. So he's like conducting the electricity so Pikachu uh, can break the glass or whatever. Is so this Latius and 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 late Latios? Yeah, you got them right. Yeah, those are the right. Okay, those are so they're legendary Pokemon. Those are legendary Pokemon. They're from the third generation. Again, this this oh, series. Okay. So they're not even like advertising new games. It's kind of and even my buddy Dustin, uh, when he watched the Ash versus Leon battle, he was kind of confused. He's like, you know, why was Charizard the final final battle? Wouldn't they want a newer Pokemon to to be the showcase? Um. But that wasn't the case. Yeah, that's, no, hmm. that's uh, no. But they were cool though. I like their little invisibility cloaks and telekinesis and all that. So, yeah, they're cool Pokemon, and I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of them. Uh, they are the type known as Dragon and Psychic, uh, which is a pretty good combination. It definitely makes it hard to. Uh, they're very tanky in the game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh yeah. So that's a that's a type that's hard to exploit weaknesses. Usually, with like a Dragon Pokemon, they pair it up with another type that's. Also weak to what uh, Dragon is weak to, so it's like four times weak. So you're like, okay, this Pokemon is really strong, but if you hit it with an Ice move, it, it dies in one hit. Uh, is uh, is Dragonite a psychic Dragon? Dragon is Dragonite is Dragon and Flying, which means it has a four time weakness to Ice. So that's, oh, gotcha. Okay. So if you've got an Ice move, Dragonite's fucking dead. Done. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, Latios and uh, Latias do not have those easily exploitable weaknesses. So yeah. Um, Ash's other Pokemon, which is another dragon Pokemon called Noivern, it then blows up the Meowth hot air balloon. Um, yeah, Ty, what do you think of Team Rocket in these episodes? They're they're a part of every single episode of this eleven episode arc. I mean, I I think very early on watching Pokemon, I guess in the first series, um, I've been very sick of Team Rocket. I <laughs> but I mean, I get the the little comic relief aspect of them. I don't know, like what. Yeah, I I was I was kind of actually kind of surprised that Team Rocket was actually still in the show. So yeah, and I mean they didn't appear in every single episode mm-hmm. in like the, the regular arcs. At a certain point in the, you know back when we watched it, they were in every single episode, of course. Yeah. Um, at a certain point, they they stopped. It was kind of more spread out, which of course makes you appreciate them more. But I guess because this was the last eleven episodes, they're like, okay, Team Rocket has to be in every single one because you know put them in, yeah. Well, they're just as important to the to the whole franchise. No, that's that's a good point too. I mean, without that, yeah, you th- always think of Team Rocket. But uh, sorry, a little side note too. That Noivern Bat Pokemon was absolutely yeah. nasty. That guy's cool. You know, if you want to if you want to keep shouting out your favorites, feel free. And again, we'll yeah, get to I will. The, I yeah. Because we'll, <laughs> again, these are all these are all new to you. For me, I'm just like, oh, I've, I've got a million Noivern. I know, right? It. Yeah, I got to Yeah, I'll control it. I'll control it. I'll control it. Feel free to shout out. Um, <laughs> So yeah, a solid first episode. Of course, I love how it opens. Um, because again, the fact, you know, the, it's hard to beat a Crossroads uh, opening. Because again, that's just the whole point about Ash. He's always on a journey. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's on a directionless one. Uh, also, shout out to Mr. Mime, who appears in uh, both the first <laughs> episode of this and the last episode. Uh, episode two of Aim to be a Master. Ash and the gang are out by the sea. Uh, one of his Pokemon, the crab Pokemon or lobster, whatever you want to call it, is uh, called Corfish. He is super excited to be out in the ocean. Uh, I, I love Corfish or, or Heigane, as I think uh, the Japanese calls him. He's so fucking funny. Yeah. So I, I, I got to ask, like so every yeah. episode I think I watched, it was like the, he had a different set of Pokemon with him. 
So the the um the premise of this aim to be a master series is that his teams these are all Pokemon he he caught throughout the the twenty five mm-hmm. years. So it was like you know revisiting, um, uh, what was it? it you know, it's yeah, a nostal- no, no. it's a nostalgia play. It's like hey, every episode we're gonna see different Pokemon, and some of some of them didn't get to appear, which is a bummer, including some surprises. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, but the Pokemon that are Every team he has in this uh, was a remix team. So it was like Corfish was from the third generation. Um, the little owl was from the seventh generation. The the weird lanky bug uh, was from the fifth generation. So this was him uh, giving different pairings that had never happened before in the show. Were, were all these Pokemon like favorites or was it just kind of a mix? Just a mix. I mean, okay. there were some there were some fan favorites that shockingly didn't appear in these 11 episodes. Like, uh, yeah. His uh, his ace in uh, the previous like Pokemon Journeys arc was Lucario. Uh, Lucario mm. did not appear in these eleven episodes. Uh, Greninja, the Pokemon that took him to the finals in uh, Generation Six, where he infamously like lost in the finals. Uh, Greninja did not appear in these eleven. So and but I guess you know obviously it makes sense not to include Lucario because he already got enough because uh, he was in the, the previous hundred and thirty five episodes. Yeah, they had their uh, moment in the sun a little bit. Yeah, they had the moment, and also Lucario got to uh, in the the semifinals he had in the tournament. Lucario got to be the ace. It wasn't Pikachu, so like you know, every everyone got their moment to you know be the fucking uh, champ. Okay, yeah. Um, Greninja, I didn't see the Greninja stuff um, in uh, in the Pokemon Journey series, but I read that uh, there is an arc where Greninja trains Lucario to be stronger. So. Again, they were trying to keep a balance, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, the teams, every team Ash has in these 11 episodes is remixed. Um, I think the only exception where it was this, where it was Pokemon from the same cycle was episode five, which is uh, where Squirtle reunites with uh, Bulbasaur and Charizard. But again, oh, heartbreaking. Contra- I know. <laughs> hey, man, you can watch it on your own time. But I will. We, I will. <laughs> you know, I feel like I picked strong episodes. I mean, listen, man, I had to cut out, you know, I didn't. Uh, give give you the Brock episode either because I'm just like you know what got to pick the strongest ones. No, hey, um, I, I yeah, fully get it. But Bulbasaur, I, I mean, I didn't even tell you I love Bulbasaur, so it's all I good. No, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, this this episode, uh, we'll, we're getting right to it. We're already 35 minutes in. This is going to be a long one. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I like in the subtitles because uh, clearly it was the subtitles were just done by some random guy. He refers to Rowlet as the best bird every time the bird's name is said. <laughs> Rowlet. Which, one, which one was Rowlet? Uh, the owl. The little tiny thing? The little tiny thing. He's referred to oh. as best bird in the subtitles, which I thought was cute. Best bird. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Okay. And I like I like Rowlet. Um, a bit of backstory. I always pick the water starter usually uh, when I play Pokemon. But actually, uh, in Generation 7, which uh, had Rowlet, I picked the, the grass starter for the first time because that's how cool Rowlet is. Oh, I never even thought about that. I, yeah. I think I choose different ones every single time I've ever played, but now I got to go back and think about it. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, who'd you pick in the Scarlet and Violet? Uh, the little crocodile. Oh, yeah. Same here, man. So, see, it's funny because I've, again, uh, I picked Totodile in back in the second one, of course. But yeah. then subsequently, I always pick Cyndaquil because I just think like Cyndaquil more now. But yeah, generally speaking, like, you know, nine times out of ten, it's been uh, water. But lately, I've been switching it up. Uh, yeah. 
Cyndaquil. What what season? What series was that? Was like the second one, right? The second one, yeah. It was yeah, Cyndaquil. Cyndaquil was sweet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The only the only bad ones, Chikorita. Chikorita is fucking terrible. I'm sorry, Chikorita. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout cute out Poke- Chikorita. Yeah. Cute Pokemon, <laughs> but objectively the worst starter ever. Yeah. There you go. Hey. Um. But yeah, no. Uh, Rowlet's dope. And yeah, I like the Fire Croc. Uh, I'm excited to see yeah. him in the in the new series. Um. But anyways, uh. Pikachu uh, puts his tail in the water and a blue crab or blue lobster called Clauncher bites it. Clauncher and Corfish get into a scuffle and Ash is about to catch Clauncher when Misty appears. And then um, we see Misty with her iconic Psyduck and uh, Psyduck goes in for the hug with Pikachu only for Pikachu to go for Misty. And Psyduck is one of the worst Pokemon. I'm sorry. You don't like Psyduck? No, just... uh... Just too dumb. It's just a dumb Pokemon. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, it just reminds me, it's, it's just, a, I don't know, a waste of space. But hey, that's just me. That's a controversial take because, you know, he, <laughs> he's a popular one. He appears in the Dick Detective Pikachu movie as well, basically. Um, so, you know, Psyduck's generally yeah. a... I like Golduck, not Psyduck. <laughs> they, they need to give an evolution to Golduck because the, the irony is that uh, despite being called Psyduck, uh, neither Psyduck nor Golduck are part psychic. They are just pure water. Hey, that's a good point. Yeah, so they need, a, they need a psychic evolution. They definitely do, or or an alternate form or some bullshit. Yeah, Anyways, um, yeah. Misty. Misty is one of my favorite uh, protagonists. Uh, there's a reason I'm into redheads, and it's probably because of Misty. <laughs> <laughs> I think of, I think for a lot of uh, men our age, like that's just like okay, that's when it begins. <laughs> that hey, you know what? I you know I never thought of Misty that way. Just because I thought she was kind of an annoying, especially yeah, like the enough. first time you meet her and stuff like that. But hey, yeah, start somewhere. It's got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Misty, she congratulates Ash on his champion win, and he says it inspired her to set out on her own again. And Misty claims the clauncher as her own, saying she kept encountering it, even though in flashbacks it keeps attacking her. <laughs> yeah, uh, Misty's just like, oh my god, he's so amazing! I fell in love with him, and then in flashbacks, he's just constantly using like water gun on her face, and it's like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but he, she, what'd she say? She could see him through the the water shield or the water. You know, she just loves. She just loves water types so much, and you yeah. know, even if the water types don't always love her. <laughs> um, but Ash wants Clauncher because of the friendship that sparked between it and Corfish, and then they have a fishing battle, and. uh Misty notices Ash isn't using her lure anymore and she gets mad at him and he teases her saying the new lure he has catches more fish. Again, um, I think they did a really good job with the Ash and Misty dynamic. Again, they haven't been companions for a very long time in the series. And yeah, I think, I think it reinforces why Misty is so iconic because like her, her banter with Ash is just so delightful. Yeah, it's like a friend you don't see for five years and you can just pick up where you guys left off kind of thing, right? Yeah, and of course, you know, many many fans have has have of course uh, shipped uh, Ash and Misty as a couple. Um, but you oh. know, oh yeah, you didn't know about this? No, I always thought it would be her and Brock. Oh no, that's Brock and her sisters. Never okay. Yeah, Brock's sister crush. Yeah, and Brock I think is like a bit older. You know, he's like five years older than him too. I mean, they still look like I mean, twenty five years. They haven't aged a bit, but yeah. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> it, it's it's the whole Simpsons thing, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the fishing battle is not very exciting. Ash is pretty bored by it. Uh, meanwhile, Team Rocket is in their Magikarp submarine and they are starving. 
Uh, Misty hooks Clauncher, but it pulls her in. Ash also gets pulled in. Um, Because, yeah, Clauncher is just, he's got strong fucking claws. That's a strong Clauncher. Um, And then Team Rocket kidnaps Clauncher, and they want to eat him. That's their whole thing. They are so starving, and they're just like, listen, his claws grow back. You know, we can just... That's- yeah, like so. I always this is I, I didn't even know think about this until when I watched that the lobster episode. Yeah, where I was like, yeah. Do they just are they eating Pokemon people that live in this world? It, it's always a gray area because I know in the original in early episodes of Pokemon, particularly the first season, you do see like regular animals, and then once they realize that the show and the series would just keep going on, they they stop showing regular animals. But yeah, okay. It's one of those things, like, again, they, listen, nobody, nobody knew that this series would, would be going on for 25 years. They were just like, okay, we're doing, Fair a enough. Yeah. doing, we're doing a kid's cartoon based on a popular game. We'll do 50 episodes. That's it. Um, and that was not the case. It turns out, <laughs> nope. so, you know, they were, st- they were still figuring out the mythology. Um, yeah. That's yeah. Very true. But yeah, I'm sure if you watch early episodes, you're like, oh, that doesn't mesh with what Pokemon is now. But again, it's like. How how were they supposed to know? And yeah, even the, the evolution po- of it. And even the Pokemon anime, uh, it, it is not the exact same world as the games. They're all, it's kind of you know a gray area. Some characters have different characterization. They have different Pokemon than the games. It's a whole it's a whole thing. And hey, it's listen, it's hard to keep track of. What makes it beautiful, right? Yeah, exactly. It's it's yeah. like Marvel comics. It's like Marvel comics are different from the movies. You just have yep. to accept it. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, they kidnap Clauncher, but then thankfully Corpish, uh, saves Clauncher and they beat Team Rocket. And then, um, Clauncher, I love Clauncher so much. He, uh, he declares that Misty and Ash should just have a battle to see who catches him. You know, Clauncher feels, uh, popular, you know? (laughs) Yes. And, uh, and Misty picks, uh, a Pokemon called Politoed, which is an alternate evolution of, uh, Poliwhirl. And uh, Ash Wait, is like, sorry, say that oh, again. Do you know the Pokemon Poliwhirl? Yeah. Yeah. So Politoed, and normally in the original games, Poliwhirl evolved into Poliwrath, which is just like a bigger version. Yeah. Uh, and then Politoed came in the second series in the Gold and Silver games where he just straight up turns into a frog. So there's no more Poliwrath? No, Poliwrath, it's, it's, it's two different evolutions. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if they cut that out, that's no, no, mind-blowing. Okay. I mean, bro, man, you, you look up Scyther. Scyther just got an, a second... Uh, Scyther now has two different evolutions. He's got no, Caesar. I, I can't do that. That's, <laughs> that's no, wrong. No, well, Caesar's <laughs> dope. Caesar's dope. And now uh, there's Cleavor. There's Cleavor. What? Uh, look him up. Cleavor's cool. I mean, listen, you can't fuck up Scyther. You just... Does Pinsir have an evolved form now? No, Pinsir got left out. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, okay. Not a, I guess, Pinsir. very popular one. But. And then, and then uh, Pinsir got fucked up, fucked over quickly, because there's a Pokemon in uh, Gold and Silver called Heracross, which is just a cooler Pinsir. I love Heracross. See? That's another one. Boom. See, there's another one. Heracross. Boom. <laughs> Her- uh, Heracross is dope. But again, he's, he's, just, he, he's almost like the same as fucking Pinsir, but just better. Yeah, uh, good point. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, Misty picks Politoed, and Ash is like, you know, Misty always uses water types. I should pick Pikachu, but he he picks Cor- uh, Corfish because you know Corfish just you know uh, is very passionate about becoming friends with Clauncher. A quick psycho. Yeah, that was good. 
I love it. It's so funny. And, you know, listen, Ash has already become champion. He doesn't care if he's risking losing. Who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. And I love how even before the battle, like, Corfish and Clauncher just continue to have a love fest, which pisses Missy off. Yeah. Yeah, they, they really got along. It was a funny episode. I did like it. Yeah, the bonds of friendship with with Clauncher and Corfish are pretty funny. Um, mm-hmm. And then, sadly, while Corfish does his best, he ends up getting knocked out by a mega punch from Politoed. And then Misty does catch Clauncher, but then Clauncher immediately gets out of his ball so he can train Corfish. And then Ashen, <laughs> and then Ashen his other Pokemon just join in too. I like that. That was funny. I laughed at that. I love it. You know, Misty Misty may have won the Pokemon, but she's just like, oh fuck, this guy's just a dork. Yeah, can't get away from him. Yeah, uh, the the bonds of friendship between Corfish and Clauncher are amazing. <laughs> it was great. That was a good episode. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Ash departs, but Misty follows him and says, since Corfish and Clauncher got along so well, she'll follow them. Of course, you know, we know there's more to it. We know she, we know she's Missed Ash. Uh, and then Pikachu, uh, you know, Pikachu just loves Misty and is very happy. So that was nice. <laughs> Jumping up to episode nine. We're doing a trilogy, basically, nine through 11. Uh, the final three, uh, Team Rocket, they are exhausted from all their losses. And they've received box lunches from a Pokemon called Delibird. Uh, Delibird then gives them all the old Pokemon they've had throughout this, these 25 years. So this is another nostalgia playtime. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Again. That's, yeah, that was a little confused. I guess I, I've missed a couple episodes. So You've missed a couple episodes. <laughs> yeah. But the whole, just like how, you know, Ash gets to have a, a reunion with his Pokemon, uh, so too uh, does Team Rocket. There we go. Yeah. And the gold statue of Giovanni tells Team Rocket to prove their worth with their old Pokemon. And then Team Rocket also remembers their old Pokemon, like uh, Weezing and Arbok, which uh, they left yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, what? That poor. That, that I was upset with that. I thought they would come in there, but... Yeah, I thought they'd give, like, a reason. Maybe it's like, oh, hey, Weezing and Arbok are also here uh, for a minute. But no, way back, way back in time, uh, Weezing and Arbok were left... Uh, by Team Rocket to protect uh, uh, herds of other uh, Weezing and Ekans and shit. Oh, well, that's kind of nice of them. This was this was back again. Uh, back in Pokemon Gold and Silver, there was a recurring thing of Ash constantly leaving his old Pokemon and getting rid of them. He, he did this with uh, Squirtle. He did this with Charizard. He did this with Pidgeot. He did this with uh, fucking yeah, Primates. Yeah. Oh, Primates, yeah. And then Primate doesn't appear. He doesn't uh, get to find... Bro, I, I remember that fucking episode where Primate, uh, you know, gets to have his big match. And the guy takes him... The guy uh, who's, like, you know, the head of the tournament. He's like, I'm going to turn Primate into a real P1 champion. And it's like, bro, he already won the fucking championship, man. Is that the one where he fights, like, Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee? Yeah, and he yeah, wins. Yeah. He's, he's like, yeah. I'll turn him into a real champ. It's like, no, he already won. He already yeah. won, man. Yeah, yeah, he did already win. Yeah. It was such bullshit. Um, but yeah, subsequently, um, because this was a re- reoccurring thing, Rash in the gold and silver era would get rid of all his old Pokemon and then get new ones. And then after that, I think they realized it pissed fans off. So uh then they changed it to like, oh no, he just leaves his old Pokemon at Professor Oak's lab and he just goes fresh. Cause hey, respect. I respect him going fresh, but don't get rid of them. Yeah, that, so there was no carryover for any series. Um, every series, Pikachu, obviously. 
Yeah, every series he would start a new team, but he wouldn't just like uh, send them to random people anymore. He would just put them on Oak's lab it, and they, they would, you know, chill, which is yeah, much better than... <laughs> yeah, see ya. <laughs> which is much better than, you know, him having to get rid of them. The fact that, like, yeah. Charizard is still... Uh... Actually, no, I, I've seen Charizard in the um, background in Oak's lab, so I guess at some point Charizard just became one of Ash's Pokemon again. But um... Yeah, they just came back secretly somehow. But I remember in the Johto saga, there was a whole thing where Ash had to get rid of them, and is bullshit. You know what I mean? Yep, I agree. They learned their lesson, though. They learned their lesson. Anyways, uh, Team Rocket also pulled similar shit, is what my point was. But yeah, mm-hmm. they reunite with uh, all the old Pokemon that weren't left for various reasons, and uh, they declare themselves the Team Rocket Revengers. Uh, I love Team Rocket so much. This is why I picked uh, one of their episodes as a highlight because I think they're just really fun characters. So they're not, obviously it doesn't transfer over, but it wasn't Jesse and James for Team Rocket. It, uh, what do you mean, in the video games? or? No, because they're, they're not we're never in the video games. Were they Team Rocket? Only in Pokemon Yellow and Pokemon Let's Go, which is a remake of Pokemon Yellow. But yeah, yeah, so they just never, okay. Um, in the games, you were just, in the other games that weren't related to Pokemon Yellow, you would just fight Rocket Grunts. And they're only present in Gold and Silver and... Um, what was it? They're present in, yeah, Pokemon Red and Blue, Pokemon Gold and Silver, and then there's an expanded story in Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon where Giovanni uh, comes back and you fight a bunch of uh, other evil team members who who return. It's a cool little arc. Oh, cool, okay. Um, but generally in, in the games, there's a new evil team every generation, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, like, there was Team Flare, there was Team Yell in the latest games, uh, Scarlet and Violet's, um fuck i already forgot their names uh but you know oh, I mean, there's team star star team right? star, star yes there yeah. you go so yeah. you're even you're even getting better than me but yeah there we go uh anyways uh, uh team rocket's plan involves getting their mime junior so that that pokemon you see the pink one uh ty that is a pre-evolution oh, yeah. of mr mime that's what baby mr mime no it's not it is <laughs> oh <laughs> all right <laughs> Did you know uh, Mr. Mime also has an evolution called Mr. Rhyme? No, you're lying to me. <laughs> no, I'm real. It's got, a, it's got a mustache and a cane. Look it up. Oh, like Mr. Peanut. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, uh, Mime Jr., it begs for help to trick Ash and crew. Pikachu is resistant but ends up falling for it. Team Rocket then appears and they claim Mime Jr. is a traitor. And they depart and Ash and crew say they'll take Mime Jr. to a Pokemon Center. Brock, of course, is just happy to see a Nurse Joy. They then get ambushed by more of Team Rocket's Pokemon. Uh, I thought this was fun. The fact that, like, you know, Team Rocket split up Ash and Pikachu and crew. So we got to have a couple highlights. Yeah, that was because then it was uh, Ladius. She was going back and forth between, like, trying to which one to help kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Brock saves the day first. He sends out his Ludicolo um, because there was like two poison uh, Pokemon that use their gas. So Brock uses a water type called Ludicolo, mm. uses a water gun, and uh, they do a salsa dance, which uh, distracts them. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Ludicolo is one of my favorite Pokemon. He's, I even have a plush one. It's, I'm looking at it right now. That's that, the, the toad guy, right? Like the purple toad? Looking no, um, that's oh. Crow Gunk. Ludicolo is the one like the pineapple uh, Mexican sombrero. Oh guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He pulls out the maracas. Yeah, okay, yeah. 
I, I love him so much. He's such a silly dude. He's such a weird fucking Pokemon. But again, yeah. I like the weirdos. Yeah, there you go. And he's a good typing. He's water and grass. So that's a cool typing. Ooh, swamp. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's Brock getting his moment with Team Rocket. Then Psyduck tries to fight some of Team Rocket's Pokemon, but he ends up knocking himself out. God, I hate Psyduck. And then uh, Ash sends out some actual strong Pokemon. Uh, they are called Infernape and Hawlucha. So Infernape, of course, is the uh, the Goku-looking uh, ape. And Hawlucha, right, yeah. and Hawlucha is like the Luchador. I don't know. Did, did you think they were pretty cool? Uh, I like the, the fire ape. What was his name again? Sorry. Infernape. Oh, Infernape. There you go. I see. I, I can't remember what the luchador kind of guy looks like now. It was like the kind of, I mean, uh, Hawlucha is what he is. He was the one that got taken. Uh, the one that came out at the same time as Infernape, like in the, the battle. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I do like the eight better though. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. He's one of the starter Pokemon in Pokemon diamond. So, you know, that's how you can oh. get him. There you go. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's, he's starting Pokemon. Yeah. Well, you know, there's there's three starters for every every game, of course. That's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's always been that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pikachu gets cornered by Team Rocket, but then Latias uses its telepathy t- uh, to inform Ash. Uh, then Team Rocket and all their Pokemon unleash a massive blast against Ash. He, of course, dodges it. And then uh, Team Rocket's Pokemon Wobbuffets. He reflects it back. <laughs> Wobbuffets dope, man. Yeah, I I kind of like him. <laughs> I you know Wobbuffet, he was introduced in Gold and Silver, and I'm glad they knew um, not to get rid of him. Yeah, no, he was. Yeah, he's a keeper. He's a keeper. He's a funny one. We need to see <laughs> Wobbuffet in the live action. Um, I think that's like we need to. I don't know, he's a he's a good Pokemon too because his whole gimmick is he doesn't have damaging moves. His moves. Uh, he has two oh. moves. His two moves are counter and mirror coat, so he can reflect. Oh, okay. either, yeah. So he can re- he can reflect either physical attacks or special attacks, but he can't actually he can't like do direct damage. He always has to take it and then he reflects it back, but double. Well, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a it, he's so strong that he's actually banned from tournaments. Oh shit! Okay. Well, well, because you know you just you just have him, and as long as he survives the hit, boom, the opposing Pokemon. Is yeah, dead. gets it right back. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny yeah man um anyways uh yeah wobbuffet uh reflects the attack but it hits team rocket's own pokemon and then it destroys a tree which has sleeping sloth pokemon in it ash then saves the pokemon and a- and latius saves ash in return and then latius blasts team rocket off uh with like telekinesis <laughs> oh yeah yeah and Jesse, James, and Meowth, they get into an argument and they disband. <laughs> this was, dude, again, we didn't know if Team Rocket would appear after this episode. People were like, oh shit. Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, like it. the Beatles. Uh, yeah. that, that's how it ends. They just take so many losses. Uh, thankfully, it's not the case. I'm glad that the subsequent episode was like, no, psych. Yeah. <laughs> um. And we get a cliffhanger ending. Latias shows them a vision of a Latios in trouble. So, yeah, I was, again, normally we do five episodes when we cover this podcast. Episode 10, I was like, shit, man. Like, you know, Ty, are you willing to do a six? Do we just skip over? Um, but Ty, did you feel this episode, episode 10, w- was, was necessary to this arc? Yeah, 100%. When they, that's the Latios, right? Yeah, the Latios yeah. battle. And okay, no, no, I'm, I'm glad, glad you enjoyed it. This. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad I did. Because that was the one where I'm like, are you sure you want to do an extra? But yeah. Yes, 
Nice. So you enjoyed this, eh? Yeah. I, I mean, I, again, I so I didn't know these were legendary Pokemon. I didn't know it was just more of a, a surprise for me. I, again, I, I mean, probably, yeah, you're right. Probably since for the first 151 yeah. Pokemon, like everybody's new. Everybody's new to me. So. That's that's the thing. Um, yeah. It, it's funny talking to anyone because, again, I'm the guy when I play the games, I, I played every single game. So I limit myself to only the new Pokemon. And uh, oh, gotcha. OK. And, you know, that may seem like a lot. You know, they, they introduce like about 100 every generation. But then when you're like, oh, shit, you know, do I really want this? Or, you know, it's, it's tough to build a team because you don't I don't like to double up on types. And I also prefer Pokemon that have multiple typings. I don't like single type Pokemon. I'm racist towards single type Pokemon. I'm sorry. Wow. Uh, I, you know, I haven't, I haven't really noticed that. I got to look at my team then yeah, later. Man. But <laughs> okay. Show, you can show me your team later. Uh, pull Absolutely. Up the I'll rank it. Um, but yeah, like, uh, what was it? I ended up using a single type Pokemon, the Dolphin one from the new games, because I just thought he was dope, actually. And he was, oh, it was, isn't his name Dolphin or something? Something like that. Uh, Palafin yeah. is his evolution. Palafin. Oh, okay. And he's annoying to evolve because you have to, in order to evolve the dolphin, you have to join another person's game and evolve it that way through co-op. Oh, so it was, it's kind of like trading a haunter to get a Gengar kind of thing. Right? Yeah, something like yeah. that. And then on top of it, again, now we're just getting to the weeds. He only appears as his evolved form when he's switched out. So you have to have him appear in battle and then switch him out. And then he comes back stronger. Oh, oh, strange. Yeah, it's a it's a fun gimmick, and you're like, oh shit, that's yeah. an annoying that's an annoying gimmick, and then you realize he has like the second highest attack stat in the game. So okay, so it's worth it. It's worth it. You're just like, okay, mm. he starts off he starts off weak. You switch him out. You switch him back in. Boom, double his power. Yeah, there's they're still coming up with new ideas. There's like a thousand <laughs> Pokemon, and they're still coming up with new ideas. Jeez, that's a lot. I can't believe it. Props to them, man. Props to them. Yeah. Anyways. No, no so Ash and crew, they are riding on Brock Steelix. Um, again, Ty, this is Steelix is the evolution of Onyx. If you didn't. Pick okay. That. So yeah, no Steelix, Steelix I've seen before. So that was okay. Okay. Yeah. And that's <laughs> yeah. uh Brock's Onyx from way back, you know, back when you, yeah, back, back when you and day. I, back when yeah. we fucking fought Brock as the first gym leader. Yeah. His, yeah. uh, his Onyx lost the rock typing and became the steel typing, which is cool. Yeah. But yeah. So I like that Brock had some use. Brock wasn't just useless. Like his Steelix, his Steelix came in clutch in this episode. Yeah, really did. Uh, they're riding on Steelix to save Latios. Latios reveals to Ash that she's always been there uh, for him throughout this little series. And then an evil Pokemon hunter, I didn't even get the guy's name. Uh, he's got an arm cannon and he's riding a Pokemon called Hydragon. Get it? Because he's like a Hydra and he's a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's riding Got a Hydragon. And the other cool thing, the cool thing is like there's a reason why the, the evil villain of, of Latios and Latias is using a Hydragon because uh, Latias and Latios, they are both dragon psychic, whereas Hydragon is dragon dark. So dark is strong against psychic. So there's a reason for that oh gotcha but again this guy wasn't in like was did he have any other sort of part in episodes or was this kind of just like thrown in there no he's an anime original character and he's never he's only appeared in the one episode okay yeah i mean that's the thing i like the fact these episodes were one-offs because it was like yeah let's just like have an all-star run of ash yeah um, but at the same time maybe you know we'll, we'll get into it when we talk the final episode we'll yeah get okay into it. Yeah. Uh, but this is part of the little arc, the Latius arc. Anyways, uh, they chase after uh, Latios in a cave, but Latios is still suspicious of them. 
Pikachu even has to fight Latios. Meanwhile, Jesse, James, and Meowth all declare they'll become Team Rocket legends, even <laughs> if they have to do it on their own. I thought that was cute. Mm-hmm. They all think they're being original, and they're just like doing the same fucking thing. After they were serving lunch, yeah. Yeah, they, they're becoming cooks. <laughs> they're such silly characters. But, you know, I think as an adult, I think, you know, obviously... As, as a kid, you, you find them funny. Then as a, a teen, you're like, this is baby shit. And then I think as you're an adult, you realize how good the joke is. Yeah, no, it was yeah, no, it was clever. Um, so yeah, uh, the hunter, it then grabs Latius and Latios. He ends up uh, turning Latius to stone with his arm cannon. And then Ash finally gains Latios's trust and he flies on him. And they do battle with the hunter and Pikachu destroys his arm cannon with Iron Tail which then frees all the Pokemon that were turned to stone. Because the Hunter, he uh, he turns Ash's flying Pokemon Swellow into stone. He even turns Steelix into stone. Uh, but I guess when you destroy the Arm Cannon, it frees them, which doesn't make a lot of sense, but fuck it. Yeah. yeah. At, first you're just like, shit. at first, you're just like, shit, did he just kill these guys? They can't yeah, breathe or anything? That's what I thought, too. And I thought when they fall, they would like shatter or something like that. But yeah. Yeah. No, they're fine. No. Yeah. Even though they shouldn't be able to fucking breathe. <laughs> Yeah, they should, yeah. Technically, he's, they should be dead. He's an ethical hunter, I guess. Yeah, I guess technically, yeah. He didn't. He also didn't try and turn the people into stone. Like, he could have just turned Ash into stone and boom, it's over. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Yeah. I don't know, man. He's, 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 this, this that would have been a good way to end the whole series, right there. Boom, Ash is dead. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Latios, he uh, lets Ash be its trainer and they defeat the high dragon with the move Aura Sphere, which is a, a fighting type move, which is strong against dark. So that's the whole thing. Ash using his Pokemon skills. Uh, but the hunter, it still tries to go after Latios, but then Latios uses telekinesis to hold him down as Officer Jenny arrives, which of course makes Brock very happy. <laughs> right. Officer Jenny's been in, yeah. she was in one of the original ones, right? Yeah, it was her and Nurse yeah. Joy. And obviously yes, in the original- Nurse Joy, yeah, okay. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, in the original sh- the original show, you would see these characters all the fucking time, but then they start to tone it down, and now it feels a bit more special. Yeah, okay. No, that makes sense. Okay, so that, yeah, okay. So I have a question about Latius and Latios. Yeah. Um, are they, like, together as a couple, or are they brother and sister? Brother and sister. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, legendary Pokemon usually aren't gendered, um, but they are gendered in the games, so that was kind of a unique thing, too. Oh, okay. So yeah, Latios is always female. Latios is always male. Then they go to Italy after. They go to Italy. That was the other thing. Um, this this part was a fan service thing because um, obviously, Ty, there have been like 20 Pokemon animated movies. Um, yeah. The continuity of those animated movies has always been loose. Um, it's pe- okay. people, people always debate like, you know, are these canon? Do, do these actually count? Because of course, they're, they're usually never referenced in the TV series. Mm-hmm. But Italy is from the uh, fifth Pokemon movie, uh, Pokemon Heroes, which is one of the movies that fans love the most. Um, and the girl we see is actually another Latius. Uh, that is a what? Latius. Yeah, I know, man. You go watch Pokemon Heroes. <laughs> okay. Um, and the backstory of that movie, uh, spoiler alert for like a 20-year-old movie, um, that was one of the rare movies where a Pokemon dies. In that movie, Latios sacrifices itself self for Latias. So Latias, Latias is just alone. And this also, here's the other thing about Pokemon, uh, the whole legendary thing. Uh, there are multiple 
there are multiple Latius, there are multiple... Actually, I'm not sure if there's multiple Mew. I think there's only one Mew. But generally speaking, there are multiples of Pokemon. Okay, uh, yeah, not just one that they seem yeah. to make you think that they are. Okay. And honestly, I think it was just because they realized, oh shit, uh, how, you know, how how do we bring these Pokemon back? I think they just realized, fuck it, there can be multiples of legendaries because we want to keep bringing these legendary Pokemon back. And if we have to explain how it's the same one, then like, you know, you, you, lo- you, yeah. you just get you just get cross-eyed. You can just feel yeah. me getting cross-eyed. It's like, yeah. wait, wait, if the trainer from Pokemon Johto officially catches uh, Ho-Oh, what does that mean? Does that mean uh, other players can't catch Ho-Oh in the subsequent games? How do we do this? And they're just like, nah, fuck it. There's, there's multiple of yeah, these. Yeah, there's more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They're just very, very rare. It's yeah, like, just hard to find. Yeah, just like borderline extinct. But yeah. there, there are, there's multiple Ho-Oh, there's multiple Zapdos. Mewtwo is the weird one because like Mewtwo is supposed to be a genetically engineered Pokemon. So in theory, there should only be one because he's created in a specific circumstance. Yep. But again, well, you're just... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the whole thing. That's a good point. Yeah, because he's created from you, right? Yeah, he's created from yeah. you, and it's a very specific experiment. But again, you're just going to get cross-eyed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like the Austin Powers thing, where he's like trying to explain time travel, and he's like, oh, yeah, uh, well, let's just yeah. move on. Yeah, that's right. yeah exactly. <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, the Latios and Latias of this series, they fly over the lonely Latias, who is also a human named Bianca. <laughs> Uh, right perfect perfect it's you know it's poetry as george lucas would say it rhymes mm-hmm. um final episode final episode yes. of ash's journey ash misty and brock part ways once again uh psyduck and pikachu finally get their hug which i thought was cute so again yeah they knew what they were doing they were like okay it's, you know they they don't hug the first time but the second time it finally happens yeah uh, Brock begs Misty to put in a good word for her sisters. And yep. Ash, yeah. And Ash returns home and plays with Pikachu in the bath. You know, they're just like, there's just like, they're like siblings almost. Yeah, that, one, that was a bit weird to me, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're not, are you thinking like Pikachu's ding dong or something in the bath? I don't know. Well, I'm just thinking about Ash's. Like, what, like what's <laughs> going Like, he's sitting there like sun tanning and then Pikachu's just swimming around between his legs. I was like, okay, what's going on here? But yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Ash, he wakes up late as always. He's wearing the same PJs from the very first episode and he hopes to see professor Oak starter Pokemon that are about to be given out to new trainers. So again, this is a bit of a uh, poetic beauty. Um, mm-hmm. Cause again, you know, Ash's journey may be nearing its end. It's the final episode. But, you know, Oak's going to give, you know, Charmander, Squirtle, and Bulbasaur to some new trainers. And so he learns that Charmander has escaped. So he goes to rescue it from a cave. And then Gary, his old rival, you know, they used to be, they used to not be nice to each other. He gives him a hand in getting out of the cave. And he tells him that he's the one who caught these starters. So oh, that was Gary. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was Gary. And and Gary, after Gary lost to Ash, he became a uh, Pokemon professor. That was his thing. Oh, okay. Which is different from the video games. In the video games, if you play the Gold and Silver video game, uh, you'll see that uh, Gary is the eighth gym leader in, uh, he's the Viridian gym leader in uh, the Kanto region. Oh, man. That's so far long ago. Sil- oh, silver. Oh, yeah. I guess not. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. um, yeah, in the in the video games, there's no Ash. It's a guy called Red instead. 
Um, and actually, Gary is called Blue as well. So they're called they're named after the games. Oh, there you go. But you know, same basic character, same character design. But yeah, mm. in that in that version of the story, he's a gym leader. In the anime, he's a Pokemon professor, like his grandpa. Oh, nice. Okay. We don't actually, you know, now that I think about it, you know, everyone worries about Ash's dad, but we don't see Gary's dad either. So who knows? That's why they're that's why they get along. Yeah, they both have deadbeat dads who don't love them. <laughs> um, yep. But yeah, uh, Gary congratulates Ash on becoming champion. And he asks Ash, how much closer is he to becoming a Pokemon master? This is always this has been the thing. Ash has always declared, I will become a Pokemon master. And hey, you know, he he didn't just become a champion. He won the champion of champions tournament. So what does that mean? Um, so Ash, he then just spends his days playing with his Pokemon. Uh, his friend Tracy. Uh, Tracy was the companion from the Orange Islands uh, arc, which was after uh, the Red and Blue arc. Did you remember that one, Ty? Or did you stop watching the anime by that point? No, I, I think I, I didn't see that one. Yeah. yeah. Tracy, let's talk Tracy. Um, the Pokemon company back in the day, they thought Americans would find Brock racist. So they replaced him oh. because, yeah, because I guess he was dark skinned and had slanted eyes. So they were just like, when when the series came to America, which they never expected it to, they're just like, oh, will will, will people find Bro- the Brock character offensive? So then, after the uh, Indigo League, um, they have the next arc, which was a filler arc, uh, which still featured Misty, but then Brock is replaced by that character Tracy, the white guy with the you know kind of oh, long hair. See, that's strange because I, I until you told me that, I wouldn't even have thought of Brock as being racist at all, like you. Right? I, don't, like I don't think it yeah. was. I think that's over. Again, people were still yeah. being PC back then, but that was yep. their idea. Okay. Um, but yeah, Tracy sucked, which is why Brock quickly returned for the Johto saga. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but again, you don't remember Tracy, but Tracy had a Pokemon called Venonat, uh, but it's now a Venomoth. They don't point it out, but uh, his Pokemon oh. has... That's why they had the little teary eyes at the end when they were staring at him. Yeah, they're just like, yeah. oh my god, you know, you know, and he has a Scyther. You're a Scyther fan. He still has a Scyther, yep. which is a cool Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in between, uh, since the last time they saw Tracy, his Pokemon evolved off screen, which I like because uh, it's a sense of progression. And I yep. think that's the message of this episode. It's like, listen, you know, we, we may not have seen Tracy's story, but, you know, he probably had his own adventure and, you know, his Venonat evolved. Yeah. Meanwhile, Team Rocket, they are now working as cooks at their headquarters. <laughs> uh, and poor Wobbuffet feels bad. Like, Wobbuffet's like, oh my god, these guys have sunk so low. Like, they gotta get back their mojo. Uh, Ash, he then walks through the Viridian Forest, which again, if you play the games, it's like, you know, the first, like, quote-unquote yeah. dungeon of the game. Uh-huh. Uh, it's all these vibes, you know, he's seen, he's seen, you know, Caterpies and Rattata, you know. This is you and me, man. This is us. Yeah, that, that was nostalgic. That was, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Team Rocket reunites. They're spying on, on Ash and Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. they, they quickly catch Pikachu, and I love this moment. Ash is like, you know, he tries to uh, send out a Pokemon. He's like, oh, shit. I left him at Oaks. Yeah, that was... <laughs> yeah, I mean... I, but they never showed anything like that, right? They didn't show him giving him Pokemon, or it was just no, kind of but- one of those... Yeah. He's just been chilling, though. He's, like, back home. He's just having a carefree day walking through the forest. And he's like, oh, yeah, fuck, I didn't bring my team. Yeah, oh, shit, yeah. Um, So they catch Pikachu. But it turns out Ash's Pidgeot, his Pidgeot, which he infamously left. Because, again, Ash always pulled this bullshit, leaving his his favorites. 
He left Pidgeot behind. Um, the reason back then was, was like Pidgeot has to take care of uh, the pit. I mean, who gives a shit about Pidgeot? Yeah. Trash Pokemon. But Ash was like, nah, man, Pidgeot, you got to take care of your uh, flock. Uh, but Pidgeot returns and uh, he blasts. Uh, 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 what is it? They blast Team Rocket off. You know, Pikachu does the usual thing. And I love this Team Rocket. They blast off once again and they say, what an awful feeling. Even if it leaves me going numb, I just can't give up on that Pikachu. And they say, the big dreamers, Team Rocket, together our goal is a great feeling. And they join hands and blast off together. Because you know what? That's just their thing. Going after Pikachu is just what they do. And they love it. And they may, they may blast off every time. But, you know, it's about the journey, not the destination. Absolutely. I like the little hand holding too, showing him hold hands going off together. It was, you know, it was a good little send off. It was a good send off. And, you know, Meowth joins hands with a uh, Wobbuffet and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. they're friends again. Th- it's like they're actors in a play. This is just what they do. It's, it's yeah. not serious. It's just their hobby. Um, but yeah, yeah. It, w- it was a good send off. I like that one. It was a good way to end team rocket off on a positive note, not a negative one where it's like, Oh yeah, they're fucking losers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so ash he learns that pidgeot has taken care of that whole flock and now the flock is ready to finally be on their own and pidgeot is ready to join ash once again uh so pidgeot finally finally part of ash's crew and i read online this this makes sense the reason why ash left pidgeot um for like a writing reason was because pidgeot's a pokemon that is big enough for him to ride on and uh they just be like, oh yeah, he could just fly. So like, why does he need to go on like a more detailed journey? Like, yeah, there you go. They they had to write off the Pokemon. I think that's also <laughs> probably why he leaves behind Charizard too, because it's like, oh yeah, he could just. Why does he have to go with his companions and, you know, walk to places? It's like, well, but he has a Dragonite. Yeah, I guess so. I guess they kind of just stop giving a shit. But yeah, <laughs> that might have been the reason. Yeah, but hey, okay. So there you go. Anyways, uh, we, we then see a lake of Poliwhirl and Poliwag, and I just think Poliwhirl and Poliwag are dope. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird how much the Pokemon company pushed Poliwhirl, because it's like not a very good Pokemon in battle. There are way better water types. Even Poliwrath and Politoed are not particularly good, but uh, they just really like pushing those tadpoles on people. <laughs> but I Tad think they're dope. They're, they're a good design. They're OGs. Um, OGs. So Ash, he thinks about what Gary said about what being a Pokemon master means, and then it starts to rain. As they sit by a tree, Ash finally explains what it means to be a Pokemon master, and he says, Being champion is not my goal. I still consider myself a challenger. I want to have lots more adventures and meet more Pokemon. All the things that happen each day, every one of them matters. Like when I met that Latios. I want to make friends with all the Pokemon in the world. That's got to be what it means to be a Pokemon master. So there you go, Ty. Mm-hmm. Being a Pokemon master is, you know, the, the real Pokemon master is the friends you meet along the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're processing it. You're processing yeah. it. I mean, yeah. I mean, sure. <laughs> you don't sound satisfied <laughs> with that. You don't sound satisfied with that answer. I mean, it, it, I get it. But, I mean, also, you are champion. I mean, that has something has to have, to have something to do with it. But, Yeah. 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 And then Ash, he asked Pikachu, he's like, Pikachu, when I become a Pokemon master someday, you'll be there, right? And 
Ash, he leaves his mom without saying goodbye, but he wears the shoes uh, she bought for him. Team Rocket follows Ash in their hot air balloon, and Ash and Pikachu encounter yet another fork in the road. And just like the premiere, they toss a stick to see where they'll go. And we get closing credits. Next time, a new beginning. Mm-hmm. And the uh, I, I looked up, I, I wrote down the final lyrics in the song that plays at the end. Because, of course, this is the, you know, this is a nostalgia play for Japan. Obviously, the music yes. will be different from American audiences. But this was the same ending theme as the original. And the final line is, and someday I'll have the chance to say hello, my dream. And isn't that what it's all about? It's not about, you know, beating trainers or, you know, being the best or catching every Pokemon. It's just about, you know, the journey you've had and the friends you've made along the way. So that's it, Ty. That's the ending. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? You know what? I, 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 I was happy with it. I thought it was a really good send off to the point where they didn't overcomplicate it. Um, and you know what? It kind of just makes you wonder. It th- kind of makes you feel that it's not over because obviously he's on his own other little adventure again kind of thing. So who knows? Maybe we'll run into him again. Yeah, I I don't think this is the end of Ash. Uh, mm-hmm. I think obviously they still are going to do animated Pokemon movies. And just to make things more complicated, the last three Pokemon movies had their own continuity. Uh, mm-hmm. So the only constant is Ash and Pikachu. But otherwise, it's a separate continuity uh, from the anime. Um, so that's the thing. So Ash can still appear in that. And who knows? Uh, there is a new Pokemon series that as of this podcast dropping will premiere in a week and a half. It's called Pokemon Horizons. Uh, it's set in the new region Paldea with two new protagonists. Uh, and they're guided by a Pokemon professor who has both a Charizard and a Pikachu. Uh, the protagonists, uh, of course, have the starters of the new game. So the lead girl has a Sprigatito, which is the kitty. And the uh, right, her, uh, okay, yeah. So I guess Sprigatito for the moment, for the moment, because again, thing about starter Pokemon is they only got three years. Yeah, they only got three years before they're uh, ditched by the uh, the new hotness. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, the new the yeah the new um, fresh meat. Yep. But yeah, Pokemon again. The series is going to continue. There's a new series starting in like a week and a half, and I am mm-hmm. going to watch that. I'm looking forward to it. I think the animation does look stronger because I think it's done by a different studio, or at the very least, they've just had more time. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I love the character of Ash. I think this series made me appreciate him more uh, for the qualities that make him so great. The fact that again, he just loves life. He, you know. That's the thing. It's it's always just been about making new friends for him. He, he, if he loses, it doesn't matter. It just means he can be stronger. Yeah, that's yeah. It's it's sad. It is sad. It's sad, but for the moment, you know, we're not going to see the subsequent adventures. Ash and Pikachu mm-hmm. will they'll do their own thing without us. We're just not going to be witnessing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I think you know, if you talk to fans about what their expectations were, I think people were like. Some were hoping for a time skip. Maybe we could see Ash as a grown adult. He's a badass Pokemon trainer. You know, he's running his own gym. He's married to Misty. But uh, yeah, the show doesn't go for that. And I think that's kind of, it's it's the most true to what the show is, I feel. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, again, I was just, I was just happy with it. They just didn't overdo it. I think it was the right way to do. So yeah, yeah, yeah I think under, understated it is the right word. It's like the Calvin mm-hmm. and Hobbes ending. Uh did, do no, you know the I, end? No, oh. I don't know the ending of Calvin Hobbes. 
it, it's similar to this where it's just like, you know, they're just going for another adventure. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the right way to end it. I think. Yeah. They're still going to do their thing. Oh, man, I'm sad. I want to see more of them because now it's only when they leave that you learn to appreciate how, how great uh, characters are that uh, Ash and Pikachu are. And it just shows how old we are. Yeah, man. It's like, we got to say goodbye. <laughs> At least the Simpsons is still ongoing. Simpsons yeah, is there still you go. <laughs> but yeah, Ash and Pikachu for the moment, uh, we're going to pause on their adventures, but I mean, who knows? I'm sure, I'm sure if the ratings for the new Pokemon series aren't as strong, they'll be like, okay, let's bring it back. Here they come. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can always go for the nostalgia play. And I think the Pokemon company has proven how good they are at nostalgia. They fucking yes. know. Yeah. So yeah, they, it's in their back pocket for sure. All right, man. Uh, are we ready to do our favorite segments? Uh, let's get into it. Cue the music. So for those just joining in, the Speedwagon is our favorite supporting character. And I think, of course, this being a Pokemon podcast, we got to talk who was the all-star of this batch of episodes. Um, I'll go first. I think it's got to be my boy, Corfish. I was, uh, and, you know, maybe even a tie with Corfish and Clauncher. Like their their friendship, I thought was so awesome. I was cracking up. Hmm, that's a good one. That's, that's yeah. yeah. That's I'm, that was on my list for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm more interested in what your Pokemon Speedwagon is. Hmm. My Pokemon Speedwagon. So again, when I asked you earlier about who the hell that pink little cupcake was, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with the Mime Junior. I think he was hilarious in the part that he played where he was just oh i'm so innocent and loving all of a sudden he just had that big mean hug when team rocket said get him that was it for me i was in for mime jr and it didn't diminish the fact that he's related to mr mime eh no i mean it it does a little bit now but i still (laughs) had to go with it (laughs) i respect that that's you know i figured maybe you'd pick a badass one but you went with the the comedic one i think that's that's the thing i think as a younger kid you def we we like the more action focused episodes. Obviously, anytime Ash had a gym battle, those were the episodes where I'm like, yeah, that's the good stuff. But now I've learned to appreciate the, the comedy episodes. Because um, mm-hmm. again, let's even go into what our favorites were. Obviously, I loved Ash versus Leon. That is just such a culmination of his journey. It is fucking awesome. I think it's one of my favorite uh, things I've seen. But also, I just loved you know Ash and Misty just having a little battle. You know. Yeah, no, that's. I, I think that was my favorite one too. With the, uh, I, I can't remember the Corifish. What's his name? Clauncher. Clauncher. So I did like the that little. Yeah, the the super friendship. That was a good episode. Yeah, it's just it's funny, and of course, you know, maybe if you watch the episodes we didn't cover, you can watch those on your own time. Maybe we'll be like, "Fuck, Jack, why didn't you pick the uh, Squirtle Squad episode?" But with the Bulbasaur, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I had to go with my heart. This is me yep. doing the picking. That's um, perfect. Yeah. All right. Fuck, man. We're we're at the end of this podcast, man. Final thoughts on uh, Pokemon Aim to Be a Master slash Ash End of Ash, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, what can I say? I'm gonna miss the guy. I love Pokemon. I will continue to watch the new Pokemon series, which again, I'm looking forward to just new blood. You know. Um. But, you know, I'm going to miss Ash. I've learned you, you only appreciate things when they're leaving, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Yeah, it's sad. I Again, just a, a sad feeling to be honest with you. This kind of doing this podcast and watching the show and stuff like that kind of made me miss Pokemon. So that's. 
yeah do you, have any, do you have anything more to say or um I, I don't think it's the last we see of ash but um other than that i enjoyed it it was it was good yeah pokemon is awesome you know where we'll have fun D- did you uh beat uh pokemon scarlet and violet at all or no so i'm still i'm in the middle of violet right now okay so you're still in the middle of it fuck man yeah. that, I, the finale of that game is so fucking good like that's the thing it's a buggy mess of a game but oh my god the uh once you beat the three roots, you then unlock a final route, and the final route is so good. Oh my god! Oh well, here you go. Well, yeah, then I'm in. Yeah, it's a it's a beefy game. That's the thing. It's just you know, Game Freak. They need more time to make these fucking games. For God's sake. Yeah, sense. lots to do. Yeah, and uh, God forbid the next game will be on the Switch too. That's probably where the timeline's at. So they're oh, they're gonna have. Go. Yeah. So Pokemon in 4K, but that just means <laughs> even, but that just means even more work for them. So I, I feel I feel for them. <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of work. Um, yeah, I think we're at the end of this podcast. Uh, Ty, where can people find you? You guys can find me at Pop Beans on Instagram. Fantastic. Yeah, your your movie review page is always a, a joy. Yeah, you can find me as always at Jack is Jack on uh, Instagram, only real Jack M on Twitter. And then, yeah, listen, we've we've done over 100 episodes. You know where to find us. At is this anime pod on Twitter and Instagram. Obviously, we're way more active on Instagram because it's just a better place. You know, Twitter sucks. Elon Musk is doing his best to make that platform more and more unusable every day. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Fuck, man. That's that's we're we're ending on a sour note, but that's how Elon does it. Uh, Any more thoughts on Pokemon, Ty? This is the last time you get to talk about Pokemon on this podcast. Uh, Another favorite of mine is Donphin. Underrated. Fuck, man. That's a good... Dude, you need to get farther into Pokemon uh, Violet because Dawn Fan has an alternate form in there. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Yeah, man. You get to to fight uh, Robo Dawn Fan. Uh, I'll just say, you know... Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm in. I'm sold. Uh, When you get farther in the game, you can text me and I'll tell you how to catch him. Yes, please. There you go, man. So, (laughs) and remember... Uh, Don Fan fucking rules. Always catch him when you can. Bye.